Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The following program includes the opinions of Conk News and those of the call-in participants. It does not reflect the views of our sponsors. From the pages of Kong News at Kong.com and from the studios of Kong News at Broadway and Central in Northeast Minneapolis, welcome to Kong News Daily, your alternative newscast from Monday, February 28, 2022. I'm Jim Peters, the editor-in-chief of Kong News, and sitting across from the table with me is my partner, Hank Reardon, who has a bunch of Cheez-Its in his mouth. No, they're gone. <laughs> Where did they go? Like pregame snack. <laughs> Well, I, I know. I told you I should have eaten before we started. I'm hungry too. I got a few announcements here before we start, everybody. So I want to tell you about on this coming Thursday. On Thursday, that's March third. This coming Thursday, we're doing the fiftieth podcast of our podcast, the fiftieth episode of our podcast, Conk News Weekend, and we're doing that because of the um, occasion and also the fact we have a lot of people. Uh, from our from our staff and contributors calling in, we're going to do that live on broad on broad uh, blog talk central where we're at right now at two p.m. not four p.m. two p.m. central three p.m. Eastern. That's this coming Thursday, and you can call in too if you want. And like I've put everywhere, you can call as perverts or whatever. Okay. Secondly, uh, all right, I've been getting crap about this Mindot apology that I have to do. Uh, the the uh, the publisher said to me today, get on you know when you're on the show, make this clear. Okay, so I'm going to make this clear. About about two weeks ago, on a, on one of these shows, uh, I think it was a Tuesday, I said offhand that I was told that the commissioner of the Minnesota Department of Transportation does not report to the governor. I w- I thought I was told that. We did some checking in on this, and I checked in with a person who actually I thought gave me this information, who was in the place, place to know, too. I'm wrong. So I just want to point that out. The, the commissioner of the Minnesota Department of Transportation does report to the governor and is, a, is um, 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 uh, um, appointed by the governor. That part I actually – that part I knew, that, but it was whether he reported to him or not, and it turns out I was completely wrong. So on February 28th, 2022, you've officially marked live across the airwaves of this beautiful world. You're no longer, you truly aren't a liberal because you apologize for being wrong. You Thank shed you. any pre-conceptions conceptions that, you, that you were dragging this lib- some of this liberal carcass along with you. <laughs> you've apologized. Yes, I have. And so you are truly... Free. Thank you, Mr. Reardon. Of the Thank liberal you. label that is beautiful. Thank you. Because we can apologize when we're wrong. That's correct. We do we make can. mistakes. Yes, we do. But two things that are on the liberal, they wouldn't be stone tablets. What would they be? Um, Dried up horse dung. 
or cow dung. Yeah, or else uh, maybe weed. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I am never wrong, and I don't apologize when I'm wrong. That's correct. Those are the two tenets to be a liberal. That's right. If you can apologize and you call yourself a liberal, look in the mirror. You're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. You're not a liberal. <laughs> you're right. You're not a liberal. That's funny. So That's this, funny. so that for the fiftieth show, I will not be here. I'm traveling on assignment. That's correct. Um, You're in the P- People's Republic of California. Yep, if I'm right, I'll be in the People's Republic of California. Um, but I will be here for the official one year anniversary, the fifty second show, right? Because everyone can turn fifty. Not everyone can make it a year in radio. That's correct. Right? That's right. So yeah. um, it I was will, it was a real tough call on which one we should actually celebrate. Yeah. I went with a round. And I want to be by myself, so that's why I picked 52. Oh, I don't even. uh, That's me. Yeah, okay. All right, that's fine. Um, All right. So I have that going on this week. Yeah, a little travel this week, a little travel next week. Um, has, have any of the semis made it to Washington, D.C. yet? No, but before you go on, I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk you up a little more. Next thing on my announcement list here is your getter feed. Hank is almost, Hank is almost at 900 people, right? And you've only been on a month. Been on a month. About, about, I don't uh, know if that's good or bad, but I've been, uh, we think that we're pretty figured out how to get to do memes or captions on they're probably not right. I just put the wording over the person's picture. No, it works fine. <laughs> but I had one, like I said in our show notes on Getter. I witnessed um, Saturday morning, and I don't turn my TV on early. I just listen through Sirius XM, Fox, and Friends in the morning because that douchebag Deucey isn't on the weekends. That guy's a big <laughs> douche. Um, I think he's one of the luckiest men in the world. He's a, he is so <laughs> horseshit. But they won't break up the three-headed monster because no, they, won't. they, they won't. won't risk it. But That's anyway. the only thing. Is he Also, he was there on the very first day. He's yes. been doing that for 26 years. Yep. Like shit. Yeah. He writes a cookbook. Jesus. <laughs> Talk about feminized. I don't anyway. Know, I don't know if you know anything about his previous history either. It's like. I don't. Was he Let's a just say not surgeon? good. Oh. No, he was not a brain surgeon. No. So anyway, uh-huh. Hegseth is interviewing two guys from the Ukraine, and it's a total Geraldo Rivera moment. I mean, you can just hear it coming. He will not let off. Now, he's a former military guy. Yeah. So he will not let off. So you got guns. How are you guys communicating with your other people around there? What'd they give you with the guns? And I'm thinking, you stupid prick. You're going to lead this guy. Because they start the whole show off with why is the power on and why is the internet still working in Ukraine? Well, Putin isn't stupid. You leave the power on, people will show you on their phone what's going on. You don't have to have a fucking drone over there. Yeah. Right? Well, also. And, and the internet gives them the ability to communicate, but they can see what's going on. And so Hegseth just keeps digging on this guy. And finally, the guy coughs up. I got a gun and three bullets. Oh, that's really that's great to have broadcast. You got three bullets, and then are you communicating? No, we're, if you don't get a gun, you're just making you know basically you're going to burn your vodka bottles, which is fine. You can see them when they when a tank comes through a close town, they pummel it. But I but I posted on Getter picture of Hegseth and just said, hey, here's your Ronaldo or Geraldo, Geraldo event because you just you just played into Putin's hand. 
Now, well, the guy getting interviewed has got no – he's trying to save his life. Yeah, right. And or you can't fault him for anything. I don't think – no, not in my case. No. No, Hegseth should have known better. Like, who cares if they gave him three or 3,000? He's got a gun. Let those guys figure out. And then the communication thing, no, we're not really talking with the neighbors. So, you know, it's just a shit show. So if you're – commanding the Russian forces to walk into these towns. I mean, basically, it's still dangerous for them. But there's no organized communication path for these guys. And so I just thought Hegseth... Yeah, uh, all right, explain something to me, though. I don't understand that. So Hegseth is questioning this guy about why the power and the Internet are still on? No, before they get this guy on. Okay. They're, they're talking about why is the internet still on and why is the power still on there? People, Normally you knock that out right away. You knock that out in TV so you can control the message. Uh-huh. But Putin is either he can't do it or he's figured a different way to, to, to monitor what's going on. Um, maybe it's maybe he left it on because he has a lack of intelligence and so they're just watching social media because you don't know what Facebook has cut a deal with Russia. No, that's true. Uh, but uh, the one thing, I mean, I just deduced this from reading a zillion reports over the last 48 hours over the weekend. J- relatively speaking, as far as I can tell for the Russians, things aren't going well. They expected, they expected this to be a one. Well, hold on. We easy, thought easy. they were one thing because we're old. We thought they were the, one of the second best military on the planet. Yes, that's correct. Right? We did. we're old. That's right. But it's... I mean, we should have learned from Reagan. They don't have shit. No, they don't. They Everything don't have they shit. do is breaks other than no. making booze. This goes back 40 and years. And hot chicks. But I want to point out that when the Soyuz finally linked up with uh, Apollo spacecraft for the for their, their, their ad hoc space station up there, this is like 1982 or something like that, the American astronauts were astonished at the primit- primitiveness of the Russian uh, space equipment. No, they, no, they've never had anything going on ever. Right. You know, and you're right. Why should we assume? You know, the se- second best in, in relative to what? <laughs> the the military-industrial complex wants us to think they're as good as us. Yeah. So we got to keep jacking up right. our shit to keep up with their shit. You're, you're Again, right. That's you're right. That's the point. That's, right. And they have no shit. No. Right. No. They got a bunch of bodies. Well, a third of them are probably. Around the Ukraine. Um, but anyway, I, th- I just thought, um, so now I can't watch Fox and Friends during the week, and I'm going to have to tune out <laughs> on the weekend because Hegseth, I think, did a total injustice as a military guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what does your stupid American audience going to do about knowing those details? Yeah. You just gave it over to the Russians, who you claim you don't want to help. but uh-huh. you did help them. In my... And now I'm not a military guy. I'm just sitting there listening to the word. I don't have a picture up. I'm not seeing whatever they were showing during that, these two guys, and probably some shooting back and forth. I'm just listening to Hegseth just keep questioning these guys and questioning these guys. And all of a sudden, the one guy just, it comes out, and I'm like, well, that's, that's, to me, that's awful. He did him an injustice. Well, I'll say this, Hank. I mean, I got to admit, he seems like a nice guy, but he's not the brightest bulb on the tree. 
He isn't. Right. No. I mean, he's good looking you know, on it. He does yeah, a good, good job on the key TV, yeah, he, and he's got like right. seventeen he's, kids. He's good, he's good at talking. Right. He's a yeah. good breeder. He's a Minnesota guy. Yeah, he is. He's right? still, so still lives sh- here. Even. We shouldn't pick on him or oh, talk well. about it because you know it's like, oh boy, it's a Mitch McConnell thing. Yeah. Vote out the rhinos. Yeah, well, you know, funny you should mention that. I got a couple of things. Matter of fact, I'm gonna because you mentioned that, I'm gonna go down the list here. So, um, Ted Deutsch, a re- the Democratic senator from, or no, re- uh, uh, um, he's uh, from which uh, da, 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 shit, Florida. He's announced that he is not running for reelection, and that's that makes 31 Democrats in the House, and on top of that. Oklahoma Republican Senator Jim Inhofe announced on Friday or Saturday, I can't remember where I, where I uh, clipped this, that he is not running again, and he is 87 years old. Right. And I got to say, looking at the pictures of him, he looks fantastic. Sure. He looks 10, 20 years younger. He you does would too if your balls were carried yeah, around that's by right. the taxpayers. That's right. And you had a, you had a professional ball watcher, washer yeah. on staff. Yes. A little higher hark to uh, Lewis Black there. Right. <laughs> like scrubbing, scrubbing, scrubbing. <laughs> no, no, seriously, yeah. You yeah. should look good if you've been no, in Congress that long. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. 70, 87? I mean, God. This, I mean, this and is- it's news that he's going to retire. It wasn't like the media was calling out, you gotta, you can't run again. Right? <laughs> well, yeah. You, you'd think, but apparently when he was 80, what? Well, uh, 82, we decided to run again. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, I mean, everyone always is already writing Biden off. But if Trump were to win the presidency in 24, when he takes office in January 25, he will be older than Biden was when Biden took office. It's like. That's why I don't think Trump should let someone young come through. Yeah. I I just I can't. I'll mention this. This was not on my list today, but this is from uh, last Thursday. Uh, the first poll ever came out with DeSantis ahead of Trump in the polls for 24. Sure. First time. Yep. Right. And the other thing that came out this weekend, which is also which is on my list, which I just find absolutely hilarious, and I really want to know your take on this. So Dick Morris, famous Clinton guy. Toe kisser. Yeah, who basically so apparently has went Republican. Who knows? He you loves know. toes. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So he has come to the conclusion that the the primary for the 2024 election for the Democrats will be between Hillary Clinton and AOC. And I I buy his logic. You know, Clinton is for the old guard. There's no right. they have no one else to put up. And yeah, she's like Mitch. Yeah, protecting yeah. The, protecting the space. And AOC is like Bernie, a guy who twice, at least two times, if not three, actually should have gotten the nomination and didn't. Because, and you know, so I was thinking about this. Here's their, here's their problem. So they, you know, Bernie's ahead in all the polls two times. Right. And they finally decide, no, you're too progressive. You can't do this, even though it's obvious the party wants him. So doesn't that make the party a whole bunch of losers? They're, that they want somebody that they, that everyone thinks can't win. What the fuck is that about? Like they should have let him prove himself out. Yes, I agree. Right? I also, mean, you never learned anything because of right because you cheated. Co- absolutely correct. That's right. You jumped the they snake. They should have. That's yeah. right. They should have just went with it and see what the fuck would happen. The Republicans May- do think a Bob piece of shit Dole. I mean, good guy, war hero. He ain't gonna run a country. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you brought the thing up Mitt about the twit the Romney. Oh, another twit. Paul uh, Ryan. Yeah, I've always Paul Ryan. I want my vote back, Paul Ryan. <laughs> I want my vote back, baby, and I'm never going to forgive you. I've always said the thing with Romney. His problem is, uh, I think he's a mel- well-meaning man, but no, he, he's an asshole. Okay, all right, all right. Let's even go with that. My problem with him is he simply cannot relate to people who are not rich. Right. He's he an can't. asshole. He can't do it. Right. He's a, he'd have been better off being a liberal. Yes, he, he would have gotten further. No, that's correct. I, they I totally agree. Him. That, I totally agree. And he's such a rhino that in some ways he is a yes, liberal. Yes. You know, I I totally agree. He should be a Democrat. And I don't know what well, you know. It's like I'm supposed he's standing up for capitalism, whatever the hell it is, you know. But whatever. It's capitalism. You know? Uh, what what? His capitalism. Well, yeah, you know, enriching. It's him, Kerry, Biden, and Pelosi. All have relatives in the Russian gas industry. I mean, really? What's the common denominator? I, I consider John Kerry piece of he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's a he's truly a traitor to this country. Yes. Yeah, okay. So you know you, you know his entire reputation is based on. Vietnam. He was actually only in Vietnam for five months. I mean, your, your entire life is based on a five-month tour of Dury. Now, okay, I did no months, so yeah, he's got one on me. That's yeah, true. Me too. He did. You know, he was there, but only five months, and then he comes back and he's you know pretending that he's a he's a speaking for all, the entirety of the military right. or the infantry or whatever the fuck it and is. And they let him get away with it. Yes, I know. Unbelievable! How about poor Diane Feinstein lost her husband today. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't hear that. Richard Bloom. Wow, that's too bad. And I saw a little recap on it. And she said, you know, it's terrible for her and her grandkids, great grandkids. But how old was he? You know, eighty something. She's eighty-seven. Yeah, this is her third go around. Yeah, third was a charm. She married him yeah. in nineteen eighty. Are you suggesting she killed him? No, no, no. <laughs> No, not at all. He no, died of lung cancer, some kind of awful thing. But the end of the byline is Richard Bloom's investments in China ballooned after his wife, Diane Feinstein, a Democrat, was elected to the Senate in 1992. How'd that happen? 30 years ago, baby. 30? Think if you had a 30-year run. At anything. At it, yeah. <laughs> Especially anything. when you got to hold all the cards. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, if that's what they write this shit like, they're super wealthy. Well, duh. Yeah. If they weren't, that would be the story. That's right. <laughs> that's right. You're absolutely right. It would. Yes. It's would. No, if you look at the tra- the tra- trajectory of all these people in the House and Senate, if they're there, at, they basically, well, you know, most of the people in the Senate are already wealthy. But in the House, you they start out as basically average income Americans, and they do two, three, four, five, two-year terms or whatever it is. And at some point, in, almost magically, their income completely jumps like four or five times what they're making. And, and that's the way they stay until they leave. It, it just so, sort of kind of happens. Like, right. You know? Yeah. No one magically talks about how. It magically. It's magic. That's correct. Let's take a break, Hank. We're going we're gonna to take a break, uh, break here for a couple minutes, everybody. Commercial time. We'll be back. And two, give us a call, 516-418-5472. That's 516-418-5472. Get in while you can. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You'll save money by using our products and services. Have you heard that undocumented claim about a thousand times? Well, if you manage a construction company doing business with the government, you will save time and money using the automated EMARS compliant client system. Users report an 80% savings in time and money. Compliant client keeps your employee checks in compliance with the Davis-Bacon Act, and it's 30 compliance issues. Friday payroll takes about three minutes, and subcontractors' payrolls are also completed automatically without need for review by the DOL. Web-based and encrypted, there is no software to install. All 56,000-plus clients of EMARS enjoy certified checks that never had a legal compliance issue. Plus, they sleep better. Contact EMARS at emarsinc.com or call 480-595-0466. Part two of Kong News Daily. I had us muted. I'm learning to mute so that we can talk and you can't hear us. We don't, so we're not screwing the commercial up. I'm learning. Yeah, we want to get paid for those commercials. He's Hank Reardon. I'm Jim Peters. All right, Hank, I want to run this by you, too. Uh, this, there were several articles in the press about this this weekend and this morning. A lot of people, the, the, the basic question is, is Putin literally going nuts? There, there's people... Uh, there was more than one story, like the New York Post read a story about this, and also Fox News did too about the fact, and both of them were on Conk. Well, actually, the Fox News one wasn't. Uh, the Post one was on Conk um, about the fact that there's people in our State Department who worked in the Trump administration who met Putin personally, and they said one guy in particular, a high-ranking official, said, the guy I knew three years ago would not have done this. They said they're looking at Putin on TV, and they think he's literally cracking up. Any thoughts? I don't trust any of our media, so. Yeah, well, that's a, I mean, that's that's a problem. Point. You're right. I, mean, I don't either. They're You're so right. freaking deceitful. Yes. And they've been deceitful for, when did Project Morning Glory, or what was it called? Nightingale? More, yeah, Nightingale yeah. start 50s? No, 70s. 70s. Like 71, 72. So they've got a 50-year run at that shit. Yes, they do. 
So you know, the other thing is funny. You should mention that. I always get suspicious when I see the same obscure story uh, in more than one publication simultaneously. Yeah. I mean, if it's like news, news, I understand. But like, this isn't really news. This is background. Right. This and is mo- gossip. More than two uh, publications ran the same story, basically using different different names of different people. And so I, you know, that also that, that's how that because I've heard it. You know, I've heard oh, he's gotten several facelifts and he's this and he's that, and it's like, well, I don't. I just this this whole thing is such a such a mess. To distract us from what? What are they not wanting us to see what's coming? Okay, this is a huge distraction. There's two ways you can look at this. That the American press is in cohorts with, uh, with our current government to, dis- to use this as a distraction. Or, alternately, that Russia is using it as a distraction for something else. There, you know, the chance, I suppose there's a possibility both those things could be happening at once. But... But what's Russia? What has Russia got on the upside? I mean, they were they had some oil, and they I mean they were doing some stuff. I just our government is just so brazen, and they don't give shit one about it. They're they're the American citizen. I'm talking the legal American citizens. Um, that it is just it's so deceitful. Everything they do. Is against us. I mean, the masks that we got to shut down for two weeks to bend the curve. Um, and now tomorrow night we got the State of the Union, and magically the mask yeah. mandates are gone. Yeah. Jeez, I wonder why that happened. And, and, so I, I, and I had on there. I did a post on Getter um, because you know I, Jen Saki and I are. are we love each other. Of course, she do. doesn't know it. No, she no, she doesn't, does she? <laughs> yeah, I mean, she'll figure it out sooner or later. <laughs> After you show um, up at her house, <laughs> I've never shown up at her house. She's she'll come to she'll find Hank's house. Oh, you think yeah, so? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> she loves okay. me. All right, <laughs> um, but she called me and said, "Hey, can you help us out with the speech? It's going to be a long week. Joe's going to be tired." And I said, "Jen, for you, the world, the uh-huh. world. Uh huh. I love your red hair." Uh-huh. And I like your spunkiness behind the microphone. Uh-huh. So I just shot her a quick note. I said, yeah, here, here's your, here's Joe's State of the Union. I'm a POS. Joe's a piece of shit. He would say that just to get people ah, chuckling after him. I've ruined your future. Good night. He can start eating ice cream again in Delaware. That's right. Within two hours. Yeah. So I, I'm hoping she uses some of mine. <laughs> I don't know, Hank. I don't think so. I don't think it's going to happen. Or when her and I wrestle about it later. Oh, yeah. Massive aggression. You'd like that, yes. don't you? Yeah. A little, a little, a little wrestling little match. A little wrestling match. Mud, mud wrestling yes. with, with Jen there. Yeah. How about yeah. Biden picking this poor Supreme Court justice? I mean, just think of okay, but here's how what. she's. I mean, she's like Buddha judge. He picked them because they. They were the first. Not they never once was a qualification. Yeah. And maybe she is qualified. I don't yeah. know. I don't care. The Supreme Court will still be six to three. Yeah. So it, what it, would be your question to her if you were on the Senate? No, I have a question for you. Should the Republicans fight this? 
Well, I think you fight it like a like a Democrat would. So, well, what would your first question to her be? Um, okay, uh, I would probably like ask her. Um, uh, you know, her um, like, uh, well, tell us about your background, about all the other courts you've served on. Now, she just got a, she just got appointed to the D.C. Circuit Court, like like less, I think, nine months ago. Right. So. Uh, from what I understand, she isn't very well published, relatively speaking, as far as opinions or in journals or stuff like that. She doesn't have a lot go- going for her. Um, you know, I guess she's a progressive, I guess. You know, I don't know. Yeah, the, I mean, she you know. keeps writing these opinions where they got to turn them around because they're so unconstitutional. Yeah. You know, that the higher courts are like, whoa. Right. She's She has been uh, appealed a lot. Yes. That's correct. Been appealed yes. a lot. So. Right. Um, uh, my questioning would start because I just wanted you to say, well, Hank, what would you ask her? And the first well, I, thing is I would say to her, are you fully vaccinated, Judge? Because? I, are you fully vaccinated? Do you right. have your shots and your boosters? So if I say yes, then what? Then I'd say, okay, Judge. Now remember these drug companies that really attacked people of your, of your, your relatives, black-skinned people with awful tests, the Tuskegee experiments. If a, co- if a case comes before the Supreme Court about people that took the jab and now are having real effects, now the drug companies are supposedly exempt from it. because correct. The government you represent as a Supreme Court justice gave them cover. That's correct. They did. Would you get justice for your relatives through these people? Because I think you should. That's a really, you know, Hank. That's a really interesting point. Just if, you know, if you're on a, if you're trying a case and the government says these people are exempt from prosecution, should you prosecute them anyway, just for sheer unfairness? I mean, is that you know, you know, people. But the, lot- the Republicans have to pin her to some stuff, and you don't you don't attack her for her liberalness. You expose. The two-facedness of it, like well, yeah. you're going to represent the government that went after black people with syphilis to test them. What are you going to do if someone comes with a COVID issue, a, a class action suit? The other thing I would say is, get me straight here, Judge. You're for abortion. That looks like by the briefings I've gotten, you are a strong supporter of abortion. The statistics from the abortion clinics are that 80 or 70 or whatever the number is, percent of the people that get that go in there to have an abortion are minorities. Are you saying that that's your stance, that that's okay if we abort minorities? Well put, Hank. You gotta go, right? I mean, those yeah, are the questions you right. ask her. You don't... You do a fucking Joe Biden. You don't do the, oh, did, you, did someone grab your ass or do you grab someone's ass or none of that shit. Well, right. That's the thing. That's the thing I absolutely think they shouldn't do. Right. You're right. Like they did to Amy Coney Berry. You or, asked this or, chick. Right. Or Kavanaugh or any of that yeah, shit. All just, this shit yeah. about her, that's right. her stance in relationship to what the abortion issue is to blacks. Yes. Our government loves to kill blacks through abortion. Yes. Yeah, stick on policy. You're absolutely you, right. You got it. Then that's the third right. thing is the second amendment. So it looks like you're really against taking people's gun rights away. So hold it, hold it. There, she, you're there. She's against 
taking them away or gun rights? She's against the Second Amendment. She right, thinks it's it. too – Okay. I'm assuming that, but that's not – You I want it. to clear up what you want and to And so that. that's where you start the next drum beat. Like, okay, if you're in inner city Chicago or New York, how do you protect yourself? Yeah, well – Should you be able to go down – Legally buy a gun that's constitutionally your right? Because you can go buy a car. You got no constitutionality for that. Right. But the gun, could you could sleep at night knowing you can protect your family. And in the specific in, in, uh, incident you're mentioning, in New York City, technically, legally, you can get a permit to carry a gun. But in practicality, it's virtually impossible. Correct. They never they, hand them up. They, they have just stayed under... The line that makes it illegal. They, they know, I mean, from what I understand, there's only like roughly a dozen gun permits handed out in New York City every year to civilians. So I would use those three questions from every Republican senator on the Judiciary Committee because I would build the sound bites off of that. And well, I wouldn't say, in your previous answer to Senator Cruz, I would just start again. Yeah. Explain to me. Are you fully vaccinated, Judge? Yes or no? Whatever direction she goes, you ask the same rebuttal. Because our government has gone after people of your skin color to, to use them as lab animals, where would you? what would you do if this was brought before you as a case against the COVID shot? That's pretty cool. Letter yap, yap, yap. Uh-huh. The next, you know, then it's, oh, I think they go Democrat, Republican, Democrat. And those, I think so, in yeah. that, it's a total. My, my thing is, assuming, um, like you said, it's not going to change the balance of the court. And she's a progressive. I, unless she's actually fucking crazy. And let's, let's be blunt here. We found this out now. Merrick Gar- Garland, who was nominated by Obama and never got a chance, he is fucking crazy. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, he was dangerous. And, uh, and now, in retrospect, the imp- impression is that's what McC- McConnell knew that. that. That's the real reason. I think that's the real reason they laid off that. Well, they weren't, they weren't going to give Obama any slack. But still, he was dangerous. You're right. Yeah. He's a fucking crazy fucker. Unless she's that, they should, you know, uh, you know. Obviously, they're going to, uh, uh, you know, give her some questions and, uh, and yeah, you might as well pin her on shit. The like same thing, because she's going to get through. That's yeah, my point. Yes, yes. You know? Don't make she, a big deal out. Make right. her answer those three things. That's correct for the eight hours in the House and the eight hours in the Senate. Right. As far as the Republicans are, stick stick cohesively together, and then use that shit in your. In your, uh, I was going to say marketing, in your campaigning, you know, like, hey, this gal took the jabs, and is she going to represent you, minority, or not? Yeah. She's going to keep abortion uh, cheap and easy because it gets rid of your kin. Not the white, not Joe's kin, your kin. Yeah. And it does. It You're does. Right. All the time. Margaret the- Sanger, who started... Planned Parenthood hated minorities. She wanted to get rid of them because they beat the piss out of her mom, and she witnessed it, and she thought if we just get rid of those people, life will be better. And she set off to do eugenics 
and Bill Gates's dad was popular. Hillary Clinton loves Margaret Sanger. And so get off your ass and Google Margaret Sanger and read up on that evil, evil woman. And then look at the people that back her or support Margaret Sanger's ideas. It's disgusting. Yeah, it Sorry, is. Sorry, I'm on my soapbox. No, that's okay. Get revved up again. That's all right. That's why you do this, These damn live shows. I get yeah, rolling. I know. I know. I know. You like the live shows, don't you? <laughs> that's nothing wrong with that. In the weeds soon. <laughs> but, yeah, no, <laughs> I think that. th- that's how I would approach it. There's no reason to get clinky with her. No. She's, she's, well, no. She's there. Because asshole asked her to be there. Uh, yeah, I was going to say the only reason you'd get clinky with her if she, is if she is legitimately yeah, nuts, she's Marla, and she does Mary not appear. Garland. She does not appear to be. Correct. But if she is, they got to stop it. I mean, you, we can't. I mean, Sotomayor is probably the the most liberal person on the court right now, and I got to admit, I think she's kind of pushing it. I've read some of her opinions. It's like Jesus Christ, you're living on another planet, honey. It's like I don't know yes. where I don't know where she's coming from. I don't. It's like, you know, but she's she even she isn't like downright fucking crazy. No. But if this woman's crazy, they have to stop it. But it appears that she isn't based on what I've seen. Right. And so yeah, they might as well get a point out of it, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is- and you're not going to get a point fighting it. Don't no, fight it. Right. Just you're right. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. And I th- I think they figured this out. I don't know, we'll see. It appears they aren't going to really fight this, you know? And you might as well use it for an optic and you know, and, and just knows. pound the hell out of that optic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. So we got all right. One one more thing before we go to break, Hank, because the thing is we have to talk about this because you and I talked about this on the phone, and this is fucking crazy. So for the State of the Union tomorrow night, Rashia Tayyib is going to do a rebuttal to her own president. Never been done before. And Bill Marks, he described it as this. It's like sacking your own quarterback. Hold on. Hold on. This is an administration of firsts. Yes, it is. <laughs> this, is, this was on the wall somewhere. Correct. We should rebut ourselves. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, this is just the craziest shit. So the president's going to talk, and you know he'll be lucky if he doesn't fall asleep through it. Right. And then we got the was the governor of Iowa, is it? I think is doing the Republican okay. response. She's a pretty cool woman. Yep. And then after that, Tayyib is going to do the response to the response to the response. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> you can't make this shit up. No, not, you, not with the Democrats. You can't. No, no, you can't. And also, it gets. And down. she's an angry woman. Oh yeah. She, oh yeah. She yeah, is. She, I, yeah. I mean, she's. I don't know if she's got righteous anger, but she's that, no, angry. That's what's driving all all those uh, squad people. It's like they're basically angry about everything. I'm the, and the thing is, getting back to talking about AOC running against Hillary Clinton in a primary. That would be awesome. Oh God, it would. It's going to be the that best sexy TV thing ever against pantsuit. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. I think Morris has a point here. I think this could happen. Yeah, uh, AOC will be thirty five. Two weeks before the election, so legally she would qualify. If, if she, she got elected, she'd be easily the youngest president in history, sure, sure. Like, like ten years. But so, but but she's just falls under the, the wire. And yeah, it's like the thing is, there's a whole part of the party that just loves her. I mean, they love her. They love everything she said. Free college, free medical yes. care. It's like it's everything. Sh- everything should be free. It's like oh my god. It's Her like middle lame. name is Putin. Yeah, <laughs> oh. or G. Just unbe- it's unbelievable. 
And, and, you know, and the thing is about the fact, she, oh, she was a bartender. So she has working person creds, even though she grew up in Westchester. She's from an affluent family. I mean, she and she studied supposedly. because her old man cut her off. He's like, you got to go earn something. I'm sick of fucking yes, you. Yes, I know. I, 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 I just, this, I find this just hilarious. She's a 35-year-old high school student. And she, and she's. But she's cute. <laughs> yeah, she she's is. She's cute. Yeah. That's oh, right. That's the only reason. You know, Bill Maher said that, too. He said, head. no one would pay attention to this woman if she wasn't young and cute. Right, yeah. And that's right. Right. It'd be just another Hillary or uh, who's the wench from out west? <laughs> I don't know. Who is that wench, Hank? Which one are you talking about? What, what state? Elizabeth Warren. Oh, yeah. I mean, what? I mean, think about that. I'm part Indian. Yes, and oh, it goes on forever. It goes on for, piece of shit. It goes on for years. Yes. And the thing is, and they don't you, even call her out. Like you phony. No. And, and she the, pulls a beer out of her fridge. <laughs> she chugged it. I'm sure she went and stuck her finger. It in isn't her just the fact that she said she was American Indian. She's the whitest fucking person yeah. on earth. Oh well, we make uh, wild rice for meals. <laughs> we got the recipe from my great great grandma. <laughs> what are you? What are you thinking, Joan? <laughs> Firecrotch or tree or whatever. I mean, so I walking bowl. I told you about my cousin who flies for the airlines, right? He flies for a major airline. He's been doing it for years. He has seniority. He flies the big jets over to Japan. He does all that sort of shit. So when he started, he found out that, well, they well he knew this. The airline found out he was 2% Native American. And because of that... Because of that, his testing score, he, they would accept a lesser testing score on his flight tests than for white people, quote-unquote. Right. Isn't that what you would call a mission-critical function? It's like, okay, so you're going to lower the test right. score. How about just pay him more, but make sure he's <laughs> yeah. qualified? Yes, that would be better, wouldn't it? No, they never no, think of that. No, 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 no. It's like, so yeah, so he, and even he is, and he's a he's a lifelong conservative. He came out of the... The, the womb conservative, and he was so pissed off about this. Right, it's like Jesus Christ, really? I, I get to float by. I and fly I, too. So if the, there's an idiot up in the front of this plane that isn't as good as it could be, right? Because he got some extra free points. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. That's why I'm bringing it up. And she doesn't make any sense. She lied for years oh, about this she's shit. It went on yeah. and on and on. Where was she? Harvard. Law, I th- I think, but she was in places before that too. I mean, she had three or four te- yeah. teaching positions. She's got blue eyes. I, I mean, come on. There's no way you'd ever look at that woman and say there's a drop of Indian blood no. in her. I mean, no. I pass more than that. <laughs> Shit, God, I just. Oh, all right, I'm getting worked up now. Hey, too, you have two people worked up. Five one six four one eight five four seven two. Thank you. Uh, Peters and I have had good luck on Mondays getting at least one person to call. Yeah, so. call us up, man. Call yeah. us up. Call us up. Call us out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call us out, too. That's fine, too. We'll be back in two. Stay tuned, please. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
see them flying or running across the floor. Ew, yuck. Bugs. I loathe bugs. They're unhealthy, gross, and disgusting. We keep a clean home, but occasionally bugs show up. Well, I found something that is tougher than bugs. Orange Guard. On contact, it kills ants, roaches, fleas, and a bunch of other bugs. Plus, Orange Guard is a residual repellent. All of the ingredients of Orange Guard are on the FDA generally recognized as safe list. Orange Guard may be used around food, humans, and pets. It's the clear choice. Look for Orange Guard in the clear bottle. It comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Plus, Orange Guard won't hurt the planet. Available at OrangeGuard.com, Amazon, and HEB Markets in Texas. Hank went to the bathroom. Eddie's back. With a cup. And it looks like a red Dixie cup, too. Did I not make it from the break? May I ask what's in there? Did I make it from the break? Uh, Well, you just, we we got a couple of seconds there where you weren't here. I told everyone you went to the bathroom. I told everyone. Yeah. Part three of Conk News Daily. Third period. Yeah. Boy, the Wild are just, they are really struggling right now. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't follow hockey, so I don't, yeah. I don't follow anything. Right. I go home. You follow. I'll tell you something I did do that was really cool this weekend. And Conaway put me out of this. I, wa- I binge-watched 13 one-hour episodes of Resident Alien. It's a really funny oh, show. And I watched Reacher. Because oh, uh, he told me that Reacher was on. So yeah, I and how, how, was, how was that? Very good. Yeah, uh, they have a, a the right-sized character playing Reacher. Are you talking about physically? or yeah, just physically. In, oh. yeah. he, in the book, he's a big six-foot-six. <laughs> and then Tom Cruise frog. did it. Yeah, and Tom Cruise... <laughs> They cast him in the big blockbuster, oh and everyone God. was mad. Yeah. So you know, you know, I had a um, a cousin of mine was a very well known uh, assistant director in Hollywood. And for people who don't know this, assistant directors aren't like a directors in training. It's actually a completely different job. They basically take care of all the logistics of the scene shoot, where the director actually directs the scene. Like he makes certain all the actors are there on time. He makes certain you know takes care of the prop list, all that sort of shit. So, but she worked with Tom Cruise, and she said, "Now, I've always thought Tom Cruise is an incompetent actor. I can literally see him act. I can see the wheel turning in his head. I think he's terrible." And she agreed with me. But she said the reason he keeps getting hired is because he's the most conscientious professional person on earth. He knows all the names of all the crew members, knows their families, is always polite, comes completely prepared, asks questions, but doesn't really question the director. They said he's a joy to work with, sure. and that's the reason people hire him. And you stop and think about that. That's not that hard. How come more people don't do that? But you know, well, he, wouldn't you think the guy that – who's the shooter? Who's the last shooter? Uh, was Alex uh, – Oh, Baldwin? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't, don't you think he's a nice guy and comes – I honestly, honestly, God, I don't know. He looks like a real stuffy asshole. Yeah, well, the real—that's I mean, my perception of him. But the real thing about that that whole episode is people forget he's actually one of the producers of that movie, right? So he has additional responsibilities. He's got skin in that game. That's right, he, and he might be on the hook for that for that reason. You know, I yeah. Well, he certainly—I mean, he's done podcasts and shit. He certainly seems he's, like a pompous yeah, asshole. He's a there. terrible. I remember they had that radio show with him, at, and we were. I mean, when you think of Baldwin being the bottom, 
I mean, we can look down on him. <laughs> I mean, he's right there from our perspective, but uh-huh. he's below us. Uh-huh. You know, he's on the first rung. We're on rung two or three. Yeah. You know, we can almost shake hands, but, <laughs> but we're still we're climbing. Five one six four one eight five four seven two is our number, and we'll take your call. Oh, I don't know if you heard this today, Hank. This happened uh, this morning, if I'm right. But Jill Biden introduced Kamala Harris as the president of the United States. <laughs> it's contagious. It is. I know. <laughs> and that's the other thing. Morris, when talking about this thing about AOC and Hillary running for the nomination, Morris, you know, he said, you know, they're going to have a problem because Kamala checks the most boxes and yet no one likes her. You know, they're going to have a hard time saying no to her. I mean, she was kind of set up. To take this thing, they're not going to give it to her. No, it's right, like yeah. no one likes her. No one likes this woman. She's not likable. That's the problem. No, she isn't. No, and I even thought when she first ran, I thought, well, she's got some charisma, but her charisma is that she's also kind of cute for a middle-aged woman, but she's not likable. Yeah, she she looks bitchy. Yeah, where well, AOC, AOC looks hot when she's bitching at you, giving you the look. You're oh, still my like, God. oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. But, yeah, no. Kamala looks, ugh. And where's Doug? Does Doug not do anything? Well, the se- the second gentleman? Yeah. I, I guess. Mean, does he not plant gardens or help little <laughs> kids in wheelchairs? I, that's or, a good point. I don't know. I mean, he's got no, you know, yeah. run some Trojan ads or something. Do something <laughs> masculine. No, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. We'll start calling you Leah. Miss <laughs> Leah. Oh my God! All right, so I'm gonna. Um, here's an article out of Red State by Nick Armana, who said Putin is already facing more resistance than he anticipated, including from his own people. And this is now. I don't know if you've been following this. You know they've been they have been protesting in Russia, and in Russia, protesting is illegal, basically. Yep. And people are being hauled off to jail, and they're not stopping. Of course, you stop and think about this, too. I mean, what Putin is doing is going to essentially wreck the bank account of every person in Russia. I mean, their money's yeah, going to be fucking... Yeah, the ruble is yeah. trash. So in some ways, they do have... They have. It's not even just ideology. They have actual skin in the game as far as protesting this. You know, this is going to lead to my personal ruin. Fuck you. Well, and if, if it happens, and if anyone is listening out there that could get the Iraqi dinar to be the new... Currency of Russia, I have about three and a half million of them, and oh. I would love to see them legitimized. <laughs> How much are three and a half dinar worth? Million dinar, probably about seven bucks. <laughs> That's actually, I actually asked I a bought question. A shoe box full of them. Yeah, I mean, I bought a pile, and I handed them out like candy. Like, oh. hey, someday this is going to be like the German. Oh, so hold it. You didn't just buy this in an account. You actually have the hard currency. Yes. Oh, yes, my God. Yeah, no, oh, I Jesus. got the currency, yeah. Holy shit. Uh, what was the German currency that went to hell and then came back and was stronger than ever? Uh, Deutschmark? Yeah, Deutschmark. Deutschmark. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the reason I asked about that is because where my mother, Mama Peters, who I talked to today, she's really upset about what's going on in Ukraine. You know, she is. She's, I mean, yeah, she, those are your homeboys. That's right. She called me basically to talk to me about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, when, when the when the Yugoslavian when the the country of Yugoslavia existed, they used dinars and they did a thing. Okay, so I think 
this is off the top of my head, I think Yugoslavia ceased to exist around 94, 95. Around 1980, they actually ended up recalculating their currency 1,000 to 1. So 1,000, what well, was formerly 1,000 dinars became 1 dinar because of the inflation was so fucking bad. You know, they have to run do that right. every now and then. That's First, so you don't have to bring a wheelbarrow to get a loaf that's of right. bread. That's right. I yeah. suppose we'll end up having to do that too. Um, did you do any shopping this coming week? This last week, I mean? Uh, I went to the I went to the Target store again. And how is it? It it was better than the week before, okay. but still bad. It's still I mean I I'd say a third of the shelves are empty. I swear to God, when I went the week before, it was half of them. Sure. I mean it, I mean all of a sudden I'm really walking around here thinking, fuck, I'm in the Soviet Union. <laughs> it's like this is bullshit. And the other Perestroika. thing is, uh, have you noticed this, Hank? There's certain things I've been trying to find for weeks and can't find. Like here's an example. A Pulsar, Oral-B Pulsar toothbrush. It's one of the regular toothbrushes that has a little vibrating motor yep, in it. Yep. They're about $6. They're not pricey. My dentist says whatever I'm doing is working fantastic. Keep on doing it. So I keep using the things. They're cheap. I can't find one anywhere, anywhere. I can't. It's like, yeah. Maybe you got to cut off an arm and offer an arm for or a kidney for a six-pack of them. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe maybe. Conway's kidney. I don't know. <laughs> One of the cats. That's right. Sorry, Fluffy. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's an it's an amazing thing. I was talking to a company that I consult with today, and they're in the construction trades. And they say these green energy replacement for the the grid and like solar, you know, are really sucking up basic. Um, components that go into everyone else, you know, uh, the rest of our lives, glass, aluminum, circuit oh, hey. boards. And so they're basically overtaking some of these industries and saying, here, we'll buy all your manufacturing for the next five years, and it's going to go to solar panels or windmills. Hey, you should check this out. There was an article on Breitbart today on exactly that thing about how the how the green energy thing is, so, is sucking up all the fucking electronics. Yeah. and yep. And for, so if you can't get a window for your house or a circuit board for your PC, that's because all that shit's going to some basically Chinese manufacturer yeah. to, to put a little uh, solar panel on your house. And Do you mind if I shit on the windmills for a second? I fucking hate them. First, it's such an inefficient way to make power. You're killing millions of birds. They're ugly as hell. And, and yeah, this is not the future, man. This is the past. Yeah, you got right. rotating fucking... Yeah, okay, so they're generating electricity rather than running a mill. Big fucking deal. Right. It's, like, it's such an inefficient... Put a hydro plant in a river. Yes. It doesn't kill a damn thing. I know. It's, no, no, the solar panels is huge. That's a huge thing. That's our future. You know, and they're talking about solar paint and all this shit. People are working on this stuff, and those, you know, at some here's as a just in twenty five words or less, the reason we're not going to have a climate crisis is because I'm guessing in about five years from now, or certainly the end of this decade, the price of solar panels will come down to the point where people will be fucking putting them everywhere. They'll be, you know, you, you know, it will cost seven hundred dollars to put them on the top of your. But front that of your. dislodges the current. Taxing of or of uh, the power producers, they yeah. collect a huge amount of taxes, and that's the reason you know, that's the reason you know business and I don't. Which means that someone will try to stop it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean they'll come up with there'll be some 
somehow they're going to jump the snake backwards to, oh, you have seven on your house, you can only have six. The yeah. seventh one is a thousand bucks a year. Right. That's right. So if I don't have the seventh one, everything works but my electric toothbrush. Right. I mean, that's what they'll do. You're right. Um, You're absolutely right. Because they don't want to give up anything. No, they don't. They're not going to give up and anything. They're not going to use solar panels because no. when it's cloudy like today, you know, you're going to start to. The, the panels will get less effective and hopefully got some battery that stores it. Um, I don't know. it. The battery technology is getting pretty good. I mean, we are getting our shit together technologically on this. But you're absolutely <clears throat> but right. But they're a long way. I mean, I, I know of a Japanese company that spent tens of millions of dollars trying to figure out that storage. Uh-huh. And, I mean, they got some improvement, but what do you... It's so erratic. Yeah. You know, you're you're generating the sun's out, you're generating, you're putting it in the battery. And in Minnesota, the battery was minus 5 last night, and now yeah. it's 50. That's actually the real problem. I mean, because the thing is, solar panels work when it's cloudy. A lot of people don't know that. But you're right. The problem is the temperature, which is the reason you, if you live in Minnesota, you're stupid if you buy an electric car, or at least the only one you're going to rely on. Right. You, know, you better have a garage to park yeah. it in. Oh, d- well, yeah, but even then, I mean, shit, from what I understand, um, I mean, even even at like 40 degrees, these bar- batteries lose like half of their power. So, and yeah, no, that's, and yeah, so if you're going from 250 miles per charge down to 100, well, at that point, you can't drive around town. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So no- or you better have a couple of charging stations where you can rest your head. Yeah. But even but shit, that, it's no, it's no, it's not, it's not ready for prime time. At least not worldwide or not nationwide. You know, maybe if you live in California or Georgia, you know. But, yeah. Yeah. But, but no, the uh, windmill, the windmill is fucking to drive me nuts. It is. They kill so many birds. Yeah. It's like you know, we love the environment. Bang! It's like you're dead. <laughs> right. And then whoop 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 boom bop 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 boom bop. <laughs> It's not right. whack-a-mole, it's whack an eagle. And uh, I'm going to pull that out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to play that over and over again. <laughs> but those big solar arrays, you know, out in the desert, they have the same thing with birds. Oh, yeah, they're awful. And they call them smokers, you know, yeah, because they'll yeah. fly over and they'll hit that reflection yeah. just correctly. Yeah, that's right. And poof. The temperature is about 2,000 yeah, degrees. They, turn, they come down as a smoker, and then the big birds come down because they're like, oh, look at that. All the easy, that's like eating off the shoulder of a road, and then they get smoked. I was talking about this show, Resident Alien, you know? Yeah. That, so in the in the plot of the show, the aliens actually come to Earth to kill all humans. They want to take over the planet. They just kill. So he has a little device that if he sets it in 90 minutes, everyone, in, all 8 billion people on Earth will die. Well, he calls them smokers. <laughs> that's the reason I brought that up. <laughs> yeah. You reminded me of that. Yeah, he, a, he calls the humans smokers. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we do if the... If the temperature's right. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, All right, let me see if I can pull out one more thing here. It's like you didn't call us today, damn it! You should call us five one six four one eight five four seven two. We'd love to hear from you. Pick up the phone right now. Pick up your phone. You know, I was talking to a. Um, I should and I shouldn't complain about our our host Blog Talk Radio because really they do fantastic work for us. But the one problem is they don't have a mobile app. It's relatively hard to listen in your car. You can do it, you know. You have is this, to fire. Is that where your, you got to call the number. You have to call up your web browser, 
No, but uh, no, that's the reason. Actually, I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I'm I'm thinking out loud. And I shouldn't do that because then for sooner or later, you, you, you know, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna think about the same thing Eric Cartman's thinking about. Have you ever seen that? They have a running gag on South Park when sometimes they show what's going on in Cartman's mind. Do you know what it is, Hank? No. It's it's alternating pictures of pie and Nazis. <laughs> How does that, that show stay on the air? I don't know. I really don't. I know they were like, it's like Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my God! Well, I'll I'll end with this, and that is, um, uh, like I'm telling you, anything you don't know. A strong majority in new poll think Joe Biden is mentally unfit to serve uh, as president. Fifty nine percent of the independents gave the president's mental sharpness a negative assessment, a rise of thirteen percentage points. Since May 2020, and and that will haunt them, that will haunt that party, because people will doubt the sincerity of who they're pushing forward. Yeah, you know they got away with, well, he's in the basement because the COVID, the the COVID. Yeah. Well, CNN's dead. Yeah. And they were able to push that. Um, from I'm reading. Maddow, she wants to be done. Yeah, she does. Right? right. She, she's, and they're hoping that right. my lovely Jen will take her place. They are. They are hoping yes. that. She won't make it two minutes. Now, that's interesting. Why do you think that? I just, that's a whole, you don't get to have the bully pulpit there because you got to have some people come in and, and you got to have a conversation with them. Yeah. And if they leave and everyone that watches it says, she's full of shit, Maddow. I don't agree with anything that she says or does, but she's got a line. She yeah. sticks to her. She's in her lane, and she believes the stuff, and that's she's committed. I think you're saying the same thing I was going to say, just in more words, and that is I don't think Saki has any talent for the job. Correct. She just doesn't. You can lean on the podium and bark right. at people, right? but if you're sitting across from each other and you have to have a conversation— right. And you're right. You watch Maddow. I don't agree with anything she says either. Well, almost. I mean, the one thing I've always agreed with, she's always said this. She said the the reason, the problem with Republicans is that when they get into power, they don't do the things they say they're going to do. And I've always agreed with that. She's right about that. Well, with your new hairdo today, it looks like uh, you might have gotten with her hairstylist. I actually, I that's actually on my show notes, Hank. It says, "Don't laugh at my hair." <laughs> Now, so, you folks, I mean, maybe maybe you and Maddow have something in kind. Like, she yeah. likes to wear her hair like you. Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. a terrible human being. I, there's no video, thank goodness. <laughs> there's no video to this. Yeah, no. no. But no, I mean, seriously, if that's how they think they're going to replace Maddow is by just because someone, um, and again, like Kaylee McEnany's on Fox, um, but she isn't the sole. She doesn't have her own show. Right, she's on that's a right. panel. That's correct. Because that's right. Her scope of the world is as a panelist. Well, I could make an argument that one of the reasons Fox is so popular is because they know what to do with their talent. They don't put them in places they don't belong. Correct. You know. So, um, and you were ta- talking about. But should seeing- we play taps for Shepard Smith? <laughs> and well, he's gone. Is he gone Chris already? Wallace. And Allison Camerata. I mean, yeah. those people, uh, unless they were forced out of Fox, what a bunch of dummies. 
I don't think any of them were forced out. I don't either. I don't think Burdock no. ran it that way. No. And Ailes didn't for sure. No. He, Gretchen Carlson, yep, she probably had some things done in the workplace that were unacceptable. Yeah, but I don't know if he did them. I got to admit. Yep, I agree. And when he met with her and said, hey, your show wasn't going anywhere. We got to do some things. She decided it was time to butt heads and, and she's, that was she's on the, done. On the same day she accused him of harassing her, he sent memos out to some of the higher-ups saying, we got to help this woman. How do we help her stay on the air? Yeah. He was truly trying to help her out you know, because her ratings weren't good. And there's a reason – I mean, I hate to say it. She doesn't have much talent at the job. There's a re- reason – but he was actually trying to save her. And then she turned around and accused him of harassment. Okay, that – that doesn't technically or categorically mean he didn't do it, but Jesus, and what are the chances? No, right. I mean, shit. Yeah, maybe know? he was covering his ass. And, and we're going to talk. But what about happened it. to Greta Van Susteren? She quit on her own. She just left. Right. She left. That's right. And That's right. Why don't these gals have a podcast like Megan Kelly? I I don't know. Megan finally found her way She's back to something. Megan is, <clears throat> pardon me. She is dynamite. Yeah. On a podcast. Yes. And, and, uh, she's got her own yes, rules. Correct. That's right. And why she wanted to do this NBC daytime thing, I'll never be able to figure right. out. I mean, that's another thing of a fish out of water. She didn't belong there. She wanted to do that, but somebody, hey, honey, you, this is not your strength, man. Right. Don't do this. It's she like, could you have know? replaced Rush. They had a relationship, and she could have taken his show over. And continued on that trajectory. Now, maybe she wouldn't have stayed live on terrestrial radio and said, hey, the best place for you to come and find the Rush Limbaugh and Megyn Kelly show is on a podcast. Because terrestrial's dying. Yes, it is. I yeah. mean. And I want to before we go, last subject here, I want to harken back to what you're talking about, CNN. So I don't know if you heard this. A guy named Chris Licht has apparently been chosen to run CNN to replace Zucker. Now, what I know about Lick is he's a brilliant producer. He's brilliant. He was, first of all, he, he, was, he started Morning Joe. He was the guy who put Joe and Mika and that whole thing together. And it worked fabulously while he ran it. Then he went over to the CBS Morning Show and he put Gail and those two douchebags. Right. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I mean I mean okay, when they started it was Charlie Rose, who was super cool, you know. I mean, have you heard this it's story? The British accent, right? This, uh, what Charlie, Charlie Rose? No, 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 he was the guy who got ca- caught with his robe open for the, you know. Oh. So there's a story about this, you know, he's been gone for there like there for 4 or 5 years. I read about a year ago, he's in a restaurant in Manhattan. The guy's like pushing 80 now. He's in a restaurant in Manhattan with a very attractive female companion. And the women in the restaurant actually lined up to sit on his lap and have their pictures taken with him. They lined up to do it. I mean, no one, you know, just spontaneously. With his robe open, did he expose yeah. an Enoch or something? Well, no, he did not at the but at the, at the, um, at the restaurant. Not at the restaurant. No, no, but I mean, is that the picture got him fired? Yeah, it wasn't a picture, but apparently he was accused of doing this more than one time. Oh. Yeah, that's what got him fired. Yeah, and I, you know, it's like, and it's just, I don't know, it's the way women think. I told this story to my wife, and my wife said that is so disgusting. And I said, well, half of the female proposi- population wants to sit on his lap. <laughs> you may not, but somebody does. <laughs> you know. Anyway, getting back to so Lick started that, and then Lick was the one who rescued Stephen Colbert from. 
uh, disaster on the Late Show, and we have to talk about this quickly because, like you said about talent, people forget this. So you know, so Letterman said he was going to retire. And everyone, everyone who really gets online and say, you got to give it to Colbert, got to give it to Colbert. And I'm sitting back and I'm thinking, having done this for 30 years, I'm thinking, you know, Stephen Colbert has never appeared on television as himself ever. He was always playing a character, always. He's an actor. And, you know, it's like that doesn't, it's a, being a talk show host is a completely different job. You basically, you have to be comfortable playing yourself. And he had never done it. So I thought, well, you know, people can, you know, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. Yeah, okay. And he may be funny and all that sort of shit. So he started on The Late Show and he bombed. And people forget this. The ratings were not good. They, after a year, they almost fired him or replaced him with, with James Corden, Corden, that guy. And so they brought in Lick to rescue his show. And Lick basically must have sat down with Colbert and said, well, what do you want to do? And the obvious answer to that, I mean, this is a hypothetical conversation. I don't yeah. know. He says, um, well, I feel, pop- I feel comfortable doing liberal politics. Well, then that's what we'll do. So the, the late show now is basically the old Colbert report, except Stephen Colbert plays himself. Right. But he's still kind of playing a character. It's not a real talk show. He politicized this, and I personally think to the detriment of television, but – the right, the ratings did go up. I mean, so you know, Lick is Lick is, you know, uh, when does he start running CNN now? No, he's already there. It's not even technically announced. Oh, okay, but when when the new owners, I think, are taking over in like six eight weeks or something like that, so then he's going to start running. And and apparently, Stelter is already telling his friends that he knows he's going to be fired. <laughs> so no, the thing about you know, we talk about this around this panel a lot. We admire people who get results. You know, yeah. I mean, Conway said something point blank to me, which unfortunately I never thought of in those terms. And he said, "Well, you know, at the end of the day, no, most people don't want want. Uh, uh, what do you say? Most people don't want, don't want success. Most people don't want. They don't want results. And he's right. Most people don't. Right. But a guy like but but Licht Licht is a guy who has a he has a a track record of results. So it'll be interesting to see what it is with CNN. I mean, that doesn't mean he's going to succeed, but I, I think he has a good chance. Right." He'll do whatever's necessary. That's what I think. So if heads have to roll, heads have to roll. So. Right, yeah. He won't have any sacred cows there. No, he won't. He's Absolutely there to make not. the thing work. That's right. That's right. Well, I guess that's it. We're is done. that, is, it's over? It's We're over. Done? It's over. We're done. No, we did not get any callers today. We'll be back we keep tomorrow. Keep our record alive. Thanks for not calling. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. It's like a work day, workplace injury thing. Another day you get the ticket on there. Oh, no injuries today. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, the t- ticker goes up. Yeah. Thank you, Peters. <laughs> oh, thank you, Hank. Thanks. Uh, okay, so, yeah, we're, we're back tomorrow. Uh, actually, Tim Conaway is going to be here tomorrow. And um, and we're, and I want to remind you on Thursday one more time. Uh, we're doing the, our 50th anniversary, uh, 50th episode of Conk Weekend at Two o'clock on Thursday on Blog Talk Radio. You're on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, same call in number, same stuff. So it's just we're doing a couple hours earlier. That's it. So got a lot of stuff on. Oh, we're, so yeah, like Hank said, we're coming up to our first year of, of doing this uh, in, in a couple of weeks. And we got a lot of stuff planned for the future. It's, uh, we got a lot of stuff we're going to be happy to announce to you. So um, anyway, yeah, God bless us. <laughs> and you too, dear listener. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. He's Hank Reardon. I'm Jim Peters, and we'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow.